You are listening to Stories from the Heart, inspiring tales of life, love, and learning, presented by the Camarillo Healthcare District. In this episode, Joanna Wolschleger of Camarillo, California, shares a story about perseverance, motherhood, caregiving, and her journey through grief. I was married at the age of 21 in 1955. My husband Andy and I lived in Oxnard for six years. In October of 1956, we had twin boys, which was somewhat overwhelming for the first pregnancy. They were born with cystic fibrosis and Crohn's diseases. My son, Ed, Andy, died five days later. This was so difficult for Andy and I. New parents and the loss of a child is devastating. Our son, Andy, became our focal point. His care was doctor's appointments, hospitalizations, UCLA Children's Hospital, and finally Cedars-Sinai. He was a darling boy, always taking his pills and other medications. Because cystic fibrosis is genetic, we adopted our daughter Chris from the county of Ventura. She was six days old when we brought her home. Andy was so proud of his new sister, he brought all the neighborhood kids in to see her. Chris was such a joy, she and Andy became best friends. She would go to all the medical appointments with us with her etch and sketch toy and behave so well. My husband, who we called Big Andy, was such a help for me, both physically and mentally. He was a farmer, and we moved to Santa Rosa Valley in 1960 on the Stoll Lemon Ranch. Living out on this beautiful ranch with lemon trees, clean air was so good for our children. Our son Andy continued to experience multiple surgeries, hospitalizations for a number of conditions. Every time he went to the hospital, we were so worried he would not survive. Chris was such a good influence on her brother with her positive attitude. I truly believe God gave our son the tenacity to cope with his serious condition as he was able to enjoy a fairly normal childhood, adult life. Andy attended Pleasant Valley School and graduated from Camarillo High School. Even though he was five foot and weighed a mere 100 pounds, he was a football manager for the varsity football team. He was a boy scout and was taken on a 10-day trip to the Jamboree, which was a huge trip for him. Our family vacations were usually once a year. It was camping, which was the kids enjoyed. While camping at Shaver Lake, we had so much fun. My, my sister and her family joined us. This interaction with first cousins was a wonderful memory, and Andy's many fam family members enhanced his positive attitude about his condition. Their love and understanding was incredible. I wanted to get my RN license, but could not spare the time away for the children, so I worked part-time as a medical assistant to a local family physician who trained me. I attended night classes on medical terminology and other medical seminars, which gave me some of the training I needed. As needed. I was literally thrown into this field with my son's medical problems. I loved it. I eventually worked full-time when the children were in school. Chris was active in 4-H, raising guide, a guide dog. We had Ned for a year. He was taken to San Rafael for a specialized training with his new owner. What a wonderful project this was for the entire family. We all took the trip to the school where she presented Ned to Arnold. I think we nearly drowned him with our goodbye tears. Chris had a horse named Mitzi, which he rode all over the valley. There were only about nine families living on Upland Road at the time as everything was in orchards. By 1988, Chris was married and three years later had a daughter, Samantha. She was a delightful child and we adored her. Our family was growing and the added addition of Samantha was such a positive force for all of us. 
Andy had graduated from Camrier High School and was enrolled at UCLA. He was working for the federal government at Port Wayneme as a systems analyst, but he continued to have many medical problems and his health took a turn for the worse. He was hospitalized at Cedar sinai and the government sent out a message and 700 hours of sick leave was donated to him, which was certainly a show of love. He had surgery, but then his kidneys started to fail. Dad and I consulted with the doctors and we decided to stop all medication and treatment and let him rest in peace. Andy was 37 when he died, which was a miracle considering his medical history. I cannot tell you how difficult this decision was for us because we had such a good relationship and had been through so much, we felt it was the right thing to do. I believe we always knew his life expectancy was going to be limited, but every year he lived gave us hope we had more time with him. Big Andy developed lung and kidney cancer 18 months after our son Andy died, and he passed away after radiation treatments. For Chris and I, this was a devastating tragedy. She loses her father, and I had to adjust to life without my soulmate. You begin to believe there is never going to be a happy day again. Thank goodness we both had family and friends that help us to regain some semblance of our life again. So in 1997, I remarried. Howard and I had, were so suited to each other, and he adored Chris and Samantha, and they loved him very much. We had a good marriage, which happened late in our life. We were able to travel and have many parties at the house, but happiness for me is certainly elusive, as Chris developed bone and lung cancer. Her daughter and husband took such good care of her along with the hospice team. I would go out and help them and sit with Chris during her chemotherapy treatments, and amazingly, she never complained. It is so difficult to see her child die inch by inch. Chris was always so positive, had many friends, and a joy to be around. I do not know what angel was sitting on my shoulder during this sad time, but whoever it was, thank you. I was so blessed to have Howard at my side during these trying months, and he had a good relationship with Chris. He would sit at her bedside, just hold her hand. Chris died at age 49. Howard began to slow down, and once again, I had to have hospice for his care. One day, Samantha was helping. She whispered in his ear, Grandpa, when you get to heaven, look for Mommy. Howard was a Christian, said his prayers at night, and was accepting of the next chapter of his life. This made it easier for me and the family. Howard died in early February. He was nearly 93. We, ha we had nearly 25 years of marriage. Nowadays, I enjoy looking at all the pictures of different places we have traveled, and this is not sad for me as I think of all the fun we had. I feel you cannot dwell on the past, so try and cherish all the good times. My life has certainly had its ups and downs, but along the way I have gained the understanding that no matter what challenges you have, try and make the best of what has been handed to you. I have been blessed with an incredible son, daughter, granddaughter, and two husbands. One day we shall all meet again. My son's positively lives on in me, and I hope it leaves an important imprint on you. Live life to the fullest, no matter what the hand you are dealt. Andy wrote the following. Each of us has the ability to look at the hand of cards that is dealt to us in our lives. I was dealt the following cards. Ace of Hearts represents my father and mother. I've often thought that everything good in me is a direct reflection of them. Queen of Hearts represents my sister, Chris. Although I most, most often called her twerp, 
is just because that's easier than calling her what she really is, best friend. King of Hearts represents the other members of my family. Without their love and support, my life would not be half as wonderful as it is. Jack of Hearts represents my friends and co-workers. I can't, can't begin to tell you the amount of fun and laughter I receive from them. Two of Spades represents cystic fibrosis and the role this condition has played in my life. The quality of our lives is our own choice. We can choose for ourselves how to play the hand of cards that we are dealt. In my life, I chose to make deuces wild. The hand dealt to me in my life is all hearts. The ten, jack, queen, king, and ace. My life is the highest possible hand, a royal straight flush. Thank you for listening to Stories from the Heart, inspiring tales of life, love, and learning, presented by the Camarillo Healthcare District. If you would like to share your story, please visit camhealth.com and fill out our form under Share Your Story. You'll work with a storytelling coach to perfect your story for broadcast and share it live at a community event. We are looking for people to share health or caregiver journeys, to talk about personal experiences, moments in time, and lessons learned while navigating life. These life stories will paint a visual picture with words. They should be five to 10 minutes long and must be primarily about the storyteller and their truths, experiences, and emotions.